This is WFHB's Blooming Out, your weekly update on issues in the LGBTQIA community with your hosts, Melanie, Ireland, Lucas, and Justin. Blooming Out is produced by Ireland Meacham and Melanie Davis. Tune in every Thursday night at 6 p.m. to hear discussion from local LGBTQIA voices. Good evening, loves. Welcome back to Blooming Out. I'm Melanie Davis. And I'm Ireland Meacham. And it's my last show. It's your last show. So sad. I'm like getting really, you know, all emotional thinking about moving because I'm moving. Yeah. If listeners Saturday, right? Yeah. Saturday. Two days. Ah. Right. Is Lucas? Are you here? I'm here. Yay! He's here. (laughs) Lucas was with us when we were doing the pre-recorded shows. He was here in the studio, but now he's back over in the sound booth, all isolated by himself, and we're missing him. Mm-hmm. So, and now we're going to be missing you because you'll be isolated in the Bronx, is it? Brooklyn. Or Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn. That's right. Because it was no sleep till. That was in my head all week. So. <laughs> it's a Beastie Boys song. Oh, okay. You'll have to live with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, like. Tell us about this place. Tell oh, us yeah. about New York. Um, well, I'm moving because I've always wanted to live there, and it seems super cool for queer people. And um, so I just got approved for an apartment today with my roommate, so that's what I'm, like, really excited about. But, um, yeah. yeah, just finishing awesome. up packing and everything, and, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun, an experience for sure. Very cool. An adventure. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting peaks. He's... Are you feeling isolated over there? I'm feeling isolated over here. Aww. Aww. I don't like it. I'm sorry. We'll move it aside so we can all see each other. Yeah. I'm Hi. Changing Hi. positions here. Hi, Lucas. There's a fixed window. We need to get the window turned into something that opens up. Mm-hmm. We get airflow or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would be We need be a nice. hinge on it so we can open it. It's okay. kind of hot in here. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's good. I'm not going to sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> <clears throat> right plus they have the window over there mm-hmm. and people can see him on the street and i don't know if he wants to do a strip show <laughs> i uh close the blinds actually you what i i close the blinds well what fun is that lucas likes his privacy oh come a little, on a little bit well <laughs> you're right i should open him let's open the let's open it up let's so the, let the, yeah we're gonna have an open show today yep. speaking of opening the blinds uh yeah we, i'm just back have, here maybe some some news it's kind of slow because it's the holidays Mm -hmm. um and we weren't here last week but really not a whole lot has happened in the lgbt iq world really Um, not yeah so let's talk about people that matter (laughs) immediately in our circles (laughs) so we can do we'll talk about like stuff that happened in 2019 we'll do a little bit of a wrap-up for you guys yeah of the year and and for you know just going around the board you're moving yep lucas is eating an apple you you gotta have to eat that right into the mic by the way so you get the good sounds Mm -hmm. yeah i'm not going anywhere okay i'm right here but how was your how's your holiday Um, holidays it was good i uh didn't really do anything i got a new nintendo game well that's yep i've been playing stardew valley it's it's a cute game where you farm and you can date people in the community, huh. and you can be gay. That's so cute! Yay! Which is kind of—I don't know. It's just 
it's kind of uh of a cool thing you don't see that in video games very often that's what i where i hope to be one day in like 20 years living on a farm oh and being gay yeah yeah that then you would love that game because that is exactly what it is that's it's literally awesome. my life goal. You like goal. you like pick up random objects and you can um gift them to people. That's and so they fun. react differently to things and it's just so cute. Like here have a rock. Do they yeah. ever get mad if you give them a gift? Yeah, some of them got mad cuz I like tried to give them a dandelion. Really? And they were like, "I don't really like this." Here's a cow pie. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Like See, but who I'm in pretty, real life, give if you give them anything, would be like, mm, I don't like this. Oh, wait till you I know, get to it Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got my I'm feelings so hurt immediately. Aww. Yeah, so that's my holiday. How was your holiday? Yeah. How was your... What, what, what? with you? Melanie, oh, like, I guess. I don't remember. I was going to say something, too. Oh, 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 oh. So with a uh, friend of mine, uh, Liam, broke his ankle, and uh, he can't drive his clutch car mm-hmm. and my car has a flat tire so i've been driving his car all over the place and and um and also making sure he gets to his appointments and stuff and he was telling me about another sh- another video game but i think it's i don't know what it is but he was talking about it where you could get you can get married um to same-sex partners you can date other Sims? people you can't <laughs> do it, it in the Sims 4? no it's like something adventure games oh, okay. type thing and um and I thought, oh my gosh, that's that's cool. That so you you have is another he, game that's is like it that. a Dream Daddy, Dream Daddy, no, sim- no Dad Dating Simulator? Like no. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> no. Are you it, just googling? No, that's a real game. I actually know about it because the soundtrack was uh, done by one of my favorite artists. Shut oh, Bats. that's yeah. cool. Awesome. And it's it's just like a cute dad dating simulator. Aw. It's really, yeah. It's a funny. dad dating simulator. Yeah, you date cute dads. <laughs> oh my god i have great. seen that you have yeah my my daughter showed me that she's like oh check this out and you like get the profiles and they're yeah 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 that's it's like a text-based cute thing i don't know so now they just have virtual <laughs> dating it. and yeah that sounds tinder. that's pretty fun so Do they have tinder cute. in this video game oh that'd be terrible that, that would be, be crazy virtual virtual dating. can you imagine like virtual tinder like how um i don't know let's just be terrible like simulating that would be so depressing you know because like tinder itself (laughs) is depressing but then if you were playing if you were on tinder playing a video game that would just be that would be a lot worse to the worst yeah yeah (laughs) at that point (laughs) all electronic (laughs) yeah go Go outside outside. (laughs) go read a book in a park right (laughs) so this the the I was thinking about while well, you were talking about like you know being on a farm and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so be gay do chores is the new phrase. Be gay do chores. Be gay do chores. Yeah, I've never heard that. Well, you, you've heard be gay do crimes, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Be gay, you haven't be gay do crimes. That's be like do chores. That's it's been around for a while. It blew yeah. up this year. That's one of the things that happened this year. That that phrase was uh, became pretty big, and everybody's like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> why why are gay people doing crimes now the gays want to want to commit crimes that's right. all we want well it's the crime of being yourself right exactly so you, th- yeah exactly that's the point it's like by being who you are you're essentially illegal you're or and something. you're transgressive right? right and and you know be gay do crimes is also like confrontational to mm-hmm. the system so it's like yeah Anarchy. yeah yeah 
yeah. in the UK and the US. Mm-hmm. So. But also be gay and do chores because chores are important too. Yeah, yeah, tell that to my child. <laughs> <laughs> in her case, it's like be gay, do games. So mm. um, <laughs> hopefully not crimes. Child, I know you're listening. Don't do crime. <laughs> but most importantly, be gay. Right. So, I mean, okay, it is the holidays. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I think of our family gatherings when I was little. And they were, it was a huge family. Mm-hmm. And we had, you know, big get-togethers at their house, at, you know, somebody's house, one of the great aunts or uncle's houses. And it was glorious. All the food and everybody gets together. And, of course, there's that one person you got to stay away from. But um, for the yeah. most part, you do. And it's... um. You know, we don't necessarily have that so much. And in our family, we don't have it at all. So we have two Christmases. We have American Western Christmas, and then we have Serbian Orthodox Christmas, mm-hmm. and that's coming up here uh, next week. So what so, do you do to celebrate that one? That, to me, is more of the Christmas Christmas, right? Uh-huh. That's when we gather, and that's when we, you know, have a present exchange, but it was it's just for the close family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, for, for the other side of the family who wasn't Serbian, that's, you know, we do the, the regular the Christmas. Regular and they Christmas. do it with the Santa and the, mm-hmm. and the whatnot. But this is the one that means more to me. Um, and that's, that's nice. Plus, and, and here's one of my favorite parts of it, we get to hit all the sales, right? After Christmas right. sales. Right, that's true. So uh, that's when you get the All the gifts. same gifts for way less. Exactly. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> no, there's like genius. nothing like ca- what? That's kind of genius. It yeah. is. I think we should do that with every. Well, for uh, Easter too, it's the same thing because mm-hmm. it falls on a different day, um, different reckoning, and because the the Orthodox Church kind of stuck with the old calendar, and the Catholic Church kind of imposed a new calendar on uh, the Western world, and we were just like, meh, we're good. <laughs> We got this one. We bought it at the store. We're not going to buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> so, and again, we get the sales. So, mm-hmm. yay. But what about New Year's? How was your New Year party that you had? Oh, it was it was a few people. I, we didn't want to, I mean, we don't have a big house. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was just a few folks came over. It was great. Loved it. Uh, we had uh, some folks stay for almost 24 hours. So, that was cool. Oh, my God. Um, I got tipsy at one point. I don't do that normally. I'm not a big drinker anymore. Mm-hmm. I left that alone in grade school. And um, the, uh, well, I did one semester in college. But I was getting A's and B's, so I had to stop that. Um, don't do alcohol in college, kids. <laughs> I feel like I keep doing these little caveats, like, don't do what I'm doing. <laughs> Because it's so a bad idea. So I did this idea. thing, but you really shouldn't do it. Shouldn't bad do it idea. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, it, that's not the typical narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used it to battle depression because of gender identity and yeah. and just being generally queer and on the outside of fringe of things. Uh, so it was a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. But I think therapy would have been better if I the culture of my family had been different mm-hmm. where it accepted that but I, I'm, and that brings it back to family and I'm, I'm thinking of the people who you know it's 2020 now and people are still 
living without family because yeah. their families have disowned them. Right. Now, I, we don't have the big family anymore. The family has completely died off or, or split up, and they're across the country, and we don't even know each other really anymore. Mm-hmm. But I see, you know, nowadays it's not really a big thing to, to just be out to your family and to include your your significant other and your family events. And mm-hmm. I'm watching all of, you know, my, my Facebook feed, just scrolling through with families together. And it's something that was just not even conceivable, Yeah. Um, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. But it's becoming more so the the case where it's not people just love mm-hmm. each other and everybody's chosen just family. family is really important for i think you know chosen family is such a big thing in the queer community but i feel like it's becoming more of a universally recognized term you know as i don't know i just see more and more people focusing less on like biological family and like you know close-knit family ties and like you know recognizing that the whoever is important to you in your life that's your family it doesn't have to be you know biological so even like you know yeah i don't know that's people outside the queer community as well as people in the queer community well in our families the the family with a capital f is what i always called it yeah you know those are the people who knew you and accepted you and loved you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And and that was chosen family. Exactly. And uh, and that is, I, for young people, chosen family is really huge, right? Mm-hmm. When you're in high school, you begin developing that, where you're moving away from your family of origin, you're finding yourself and who you are and the people who are like you, and you create a family there. Um, dysfunctional as it may be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's okay because it's based on mutuality. You might not have a whole lot in common with your your family of birth. Um, But yeah, you get these people that come into your life in the ways that you're living. Mm -hmm. They're living too. And and you really kind of bond hard on that. And that's lovely as well. Mm -hmm. And, And even to mix the two. Like, so we had people over and, and my mom came out, you know, she, uh-huh. my mom, uh, smokes. And so I created this like negative pressure thing in her bedroom. So it sucks all the, the smoke outside. Oh, wow. Crafty. So it doesn't enter into the rest of the house because uh-huh. I can't handle smoke. Right. It really hurts me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so she would come out and she'd tell her jokes and she'd mingle and it was fun. Everybody's like. That's your yeah. mom. And cute. <laughs> so there's that that mix of the two and uh, it's not traditional. Mm-hmm. But I feel that it's it's we have to maybe redefine what uh family is mm-hmm. now. And along with everything else that we redefine, right? Redefining gender and gender expression and sexuality and uh what the even the nuclear family is because mm-hmm. there might be uh, you might be poly or right. you know and and so that changes everything um and it expands it 
And I think that expands the love mm-hmm. and that compounds and it just becomes a better holidays get better. Yeah. Events get better. People I come together more. Yeah. I think, well, for me over the past, like few years where I've been in college, um, <laughs> that's very clever. Melanie is sticking a blueberry in a, inside a raspberry for a double berry it's your blow experience. Out, so I brought fruit. Yeah. And <laughs> thank you, by the way. I wanted to say thank you oh. to Melanie for bringing all this lovely fruit and it's sparkling fun. grape juice. It's so nice yeah, of we you. we got in trouble for drinking alcohol in the air last year. <laughs> so apparently you can't do that. Uh, so I didn't bring that. This the... is very cute, though. It's a fruit feast. <laughs> yeah, so, we're having a party. Sorry about that. I don't remember. You don't? No. No, we didn't do that then, did we? I don't think that happened. I don't think it happened. didn't I happen. Think that happened. It was a fever dream. It was fever that's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> that never happened. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh. Oh, um, about family and Christmas and the holidays. Mm-hmm. Over the past few years, like um it was kind of a weird transition for me because like um my parents got divorced the summer after my freshman year of college mm. and so I was already 18 and so like all throughout my childhood we had these like really like nuclear nuclear family like holidays and mm-hmm. it was very like traditional you know of what I don't know holidays are quote-unquote supposed to be I don't the know hallmark version, right? the hallmark version of holidays but then like we had to do a lot of adjusting um obviously and like it's taken a couple years to kind of get comfortable with it, but I think mm-hmm. um, I think expanding what we understood to be a holiday or like expanding our definition of like of family and like um, I don't know, like quality time and mm-hmm. like what the what and like really focusing on what the holiday should be about, which is like people you love and spending time and all that stuff um and we've I think it's definitely gotten a lot better now you know because everyone's happier we've all moved on at this point you know so like but I think I think everyone benefits from like not not being a stickler about tradition and not you know putting too much expectation on holidays because holidays bring a lot of expectation and then they can be really disappointing if they don't meet those expectations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just having a, a healthy, like, um, outer perspective, I guess. I don't know yeah. what to call it, but I think that's important. Pull for back me, at least. and look to see yeah, exactly. what is truly important. Mm-hmm. Um, Make new so traditions. Did the, yeah. Did you do the, the thing where you travel? You, you do one and then you like zip across town and do the yeah other. so my sister and I are now like for Christmases we just kind of like bounce around all over the place all over town like um at my mom's in the morning do Christmas morning there and then this year we like went to get Chinese food and see a movie with my dad mm-hmm. and then um had dinner with other family that Bob night with the so. nieces and, yeah yeah, yeah. Which was honestly like a really nice, it was very busy, but like a really nice day. So, yeah. And Uh, it's nice because my sister and I can just like do the whole thing together. We can just like, yeah, right around Grand tour. Grand tour of town. It's awesome. And all our family. (laughs) I have a lot of friends who, um, you know, their holidays, their holy days, 
So there's sometimes religious aspect to it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my friends are, are in blended religious families where somebody might be atheist or some they might be Christian, Jewish, or, or Muslim mm-hmm. and or, or something else. Um, but I, there are a few families I'm thinking of, and they do all of the holidays, right? And that's that's a stress in itself. But it's fun because you get to – when I wanted to study religion, and I mean I still kind of do study it, but uh, in a formal fashion. I wanted to do it because I wanted to find the commonalities. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find where, where things overlapped and the truth that lies within that, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then approach people in that manner because I feel that that's where respect is. And that's where commonality is, and that's where um, we can find understanding and community. And uh, and that and they do that all the time. It's a really forced kind of way of of hitting the holidays. You've got to make you know code switch mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah, uh, for the different families. And but it's awesome. It, it's it's. Um, It, it, I, I'm not really a strict uh, a strict person when it comes to uh, tradition. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I, I kind of break tradition. like On purpose? On a, no, not really. <laughs> no, it's mostly accident. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in that also, you get to make new ones. Right, exactly. Like it said, like traditions come with expectation. And it's healthier if you can just like roll with the punches and... If something doesn't go as planned, do it a different way, you mm-hmm. know, sort of thing. So, Lucas, hey, what'd y'all do? Uh, what did we do? Yeah, um, like holidays. Oh, holidays. Uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. I went home and visited my family, and uh, you know, hung out. Uh, what did we do? Christmas. <laughs> did you get great stuff? Did you um, get a bike. Red Rider BB gun. Yeah, <laughs> I got Shoot everything. Your eye out, got everything I wanted for Christmas. Aw, you know, spent time with my family. And that is just so wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that leads me into the whole debacle with uh, the advertisement on um, what's that channel? Tell me out. I Fox do it. News. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, no, the one with all the sappy movies, family movies. Oh, Hallmark. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hallmark. See, I even it's put it out of my mind. I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just can't. I actually watched a really uh, Hallmark-type, Hallmark-y type of movie. Because mm-hmm. I was just really bored, probably December 23rd. And we watched this. I, I don't know. I don't even remember what it was called. But it's just one of those, like, Christmas movies. You yeah. know what I mean? Your, and I actually, average. I got sucked in, like, Die Hard? Schools. Yeah. No, <laughs> it was, it was Die not <laughs> Die Hard uh, Xmas Eve. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. It just came out. Anyway. <laughs> no, that's not real. No. But the- I watched a Hallmarky Christmas movie. And that's awesome. Yeah. You know. Oh, sorry. My you know one um, oh. Christmas movie that I was introduced to this year that is not technically thought of as a christmas mo- it's kind of like die hard it's not not a christmas movie but it's absolutely a christmas movie mm-hmm. which is a newer one tangerine which is like super queer and oh i haven't seen that yet. it's so good it's on netflix oh. um 
It's it's like basically well okay so it's it got a lot of buzz when it came out I think like 2017 or something like that because it was shot on three iPhones iPhone fives oh wow yeah and so like the camera work is like really interesting and it um it's about it like follows the day on Christmas Day of or no Christmas Eve of like these two um um hookers in LA but they're um trans and just trying to like uh make their way through the day but like one of them has just gotten out of jail and like her boyfriend cheated on her or something and so she like goes on this this mad like goose chase to like try to track him down and like beat him up and like track down the girl he cheated on her with and beat, beat her up and it's it's like that's a feel good movie it's a it's not well, it's yeah, it's definitely not a feel good movie. It's ends really in a sad way, but like it's it was like comedic in some parts and but really just really honest throughout the whole mm-hmm. thing, which I really appreciated and like I don't know how else to describe it other than I I really enjoyed it and I thought it was a good Christmas movie. It kind of pointed out the fact that like not everyone has a family to go to on Christmas and like not everyone has that nuclear traditional family thing. Mm-hmm. And so, mm. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. it. I watched it in like a film class, like near the end of the semester, but that and that's good. important to see too. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's something that our community struggles with a lot still, uh, even though it's getting a little bit better, it's, it's still there. Mm-hmm. So I guess when do we have to break for community minutes? I'm um, so new here. I'm, well, right like, this now, has been different we haven't for, done a live show in a while. <laughs> time for a music, uh, I mean, a community break update. Awesome. Update. Here we go. Hey, it's me again. Time for a community update in the new year of 2020. Welcome to the future. Uh, what do we got going on? We have January 5th. That is Sunday. Sunday at 4 p.m. at the Community Center, 17 East Franklin Street in Spencer. The Spencer Pride General Meeting very important if you are learn, wanting to learn more about the Spencer Pride organization and how you could get involved. Some other things going on this week. On the 7th, we have Honky Tonk Tuesday at the Blockhouse Bar. And that's at 205 South College in Bloomington. From 9 to 11 p.m., catch the Honky Tonk Tuesday it's a fun time they do it every tuesday honky tonk what else we got there's so much going on in town it's crazy oh what do you know wfhb new volunteer orientation at the wfhb radio headquarters at 108 west 4th street bloomington across the street from the oh There is no parking garage there anymore. And that is January 8th, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Our first Wednesday 
new volunteer orientation will move to the second Wednesday for January 2020, so you can enjoy the holiday. Stop by on the 8th to find out about all of the opportunities at WFHB for you and anyone in the community. Come on down to the firehouse and learn how to join the crew. That's the 8th, next Wednesday. Um, we're going to listen to some music for a minute. This is Corridor. Uh, the album is Junior. And we'll be right back with more Blooming Out. Are you there? We're back. Wow, we're back. I have back. an apple in my mouth. Sorry. I'm sorry. I kind of threw you under the bus. But that song was over. Hmm? So I, The song was over, so oh, I had no. to... Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. I wasn't looking back at you. I should have... <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. ...been more aware of that. We could Bam play more while music. while I finish this apple. <laughs> Melanie has disappeared, so... She's in the bathroom. She'll be back in a oh. second. We'll be back well, with more, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> more music. Oh, my mic's still on. We are back. <laughs> I thought I had more time there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I pulled a prank. I, I was listening to a, a, the, the there are radios in every room over here at WFHB, mm-hmm. and so I was like, <laughs> "Thanks for the stall, it's trying a- to get my hands washed and everything." And like, <laughs> then Ireland. The, I could have tried a little harder. I'm sorry. Bathroom. So sorry. Yeah, I called out. Got called you out. Know. Sorry. 
it's an open show, folks. It is. It's our last. Well, it feels like our last show, but it's not Ireland's. Yeah, just Ireland's leaving. last. We'll still be My here, last. hopefully. Yeah, well, I'm gonna still come be try here. Us out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm uh, on the LGBTQ Nation news page right now. I love them. Could bring some stuff up. That's um, um, Bill. Uh, I think it was the the page that came out of Bilarico that LGBTQ excuse me LGBTQ Nation. Oh okay. Is uh, Bilarico is a, a news outlet for LGBT news. Oh okay. And got they it, have a it. lot of great writers that are still around today on that. And then it kind of switched over. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, Bill's from Indiana. Oh, cool. So, yeah. It's a local Midwestern gays. Right? Um, They get it done. Here's a couple uh, news articles that are on the page today. Um, India Moore from Pose Mm -hmm. um, will be playing a a new Mm non-binary character in Steven Universe, which is really cool. So that show will have, like, more than one non-binary character, right? That show is queer as Queer as heck. Yeah, that's show. awesome. It's um, I yeah, really and for a kids show too. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I really should watch it. It's so good. It's fun, and I was reluctant because eh, it's a kids show, and I'm not really. I've I'm kids showed out. You know, my kid's 14. I have seen some stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I don't want to watch another one, and but this is good. Yeah, agree. Also, Shira. <clears throat> She was great. She is great for representation. Oh, too. yeah. You've talked about them before. They've got that show. Non binary and just kind of generally non conforming. Good. Folk on there. That's the way of the future. <clears throat> yeah. And I think they're really open to sexualities, too. But the, mm-hmm. that's not, it's hinted at because the characters like are a, older. Yeah. But they're not, it's not really um, addressed yet. Because it's a kid show. Is it but a kid show? It's not really a oh, kid okay. show. It's it's an older kid show, I think. Okay. I mean, little kids might enjoy it a bit, but there are a lot of themes of, uh, uh, you know, coming of age themes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, a, you know, teens, teen, type show. Tween teen. Yeah, definitely not what it was in the eighties. Yeah. Which was just kind of I don't even know what it was. I don't even know how you classify that. That was just some <laughs> weird stuff. I think it was just a vehicle to sell the toys. Yeah. Is all probably. But, um, this is like a spinoff of like He-Man right, stuff, right? Yeah, like He-Man's uh, love interest because, you know, he's got to have that. Mm-hmm. Other than Skeletor, I've seen a lot of He-Man <laughs> Skeletor like slash stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Like, really? <laughs> it's I'm not familiar. It's just ridiculous. And somebody was like loved it enough to like put that together. But there are memes out there. You can check it out. There, there, there's fan art. Where love they have that. He-Man and Skeletor and <laughs> loving embraces. It's great. Loving embraces. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> <So, laughs> totally derailed that. No, I mean, it's an open show. It is. Um, apparently, the new a new Illinois law mm-hmm. requires all public use public single use restrooms to be gender neutral, and that starts now. Yep. That is implemented right now. Yep. Which first is cool. of the year, right? So it's not all restrooms. It's just like single single use. use. So like, and they have a very specific definition for what that is, but. You you know, know, you only use it for one thing. So it's not like Kilroy's where you could use it as a bathroom or you can use it as a place to um, do your drugs. (laughs) It's, 
it's single use yeah bathroom only Mm -hmm. so (laughs) sorry for that dig that is another you know 2019 was rough in this town yeah Yeah. it really was there was a lot yeah let's talk about that let's talk about stuff that happened in bloomington this past year so one of the things that it's it's been covered uh from a racial standpoint but i don't really think it's we've had enough coverage of it from an lgbt iq standpoint is the uh, far right uh you know if you don't want to call them nazis even though they're a neo-nazi group uh they're showing up at the market to support a particular family who is part of a neo-nazi mm-hmm. uh organization this is like the story of the year yeah. in Bloomington. Well, it tore Bloomington apart. Yeah, yeah, really did. Mm-hmm. And but that's a good thing too, because you get to see kind of the the rotten underbelly. Yeah, everybody thought that we're this progressive community, and there were a lot of people that were coming out and showing exactly how non-progressive we are. Mm-hmm. And that's good because you can address it. Yep. Right. I think it is important. Yeah. But these groups are calling for um they're not calling for unity they're not calling for togetherness they're not calling for understanding yeah they're i i go on to some of the pages just to check it out to see what they're saying from them specifically not not to and these are groups like they call themselves aim now they were identity europa or Mm -hmm. evropa uh had the v instead of a u the latin Mm mm-hmm style spelling and um and now that they're the american identitarian movement and that's a buzzword identitarian yeah but they they call lgbt folk uh um we're not deplorables what's uh, i just lost the term because of the word deplorables we are uh, Mm, deviant we are um we're not worthy of surviving. Right. And they have these terms on these sites, uh, like the day of the rope. And, oh, Jesus. Uh, blood will run in the streets. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, but the day of the rope is like this, you know, kind of day that might come, that they hope will come mm-hmm. when they're able to get rid of everybody who is not desirable. So, and that includes us. So, when you're talking about the the farmer's market not being welcome as a place because there's, they're supportive of a group of people in the fact that they are allowing the, these people to... And, and WFHB is doing some great coverage yeah. on this, too. So WFHB was the first one to break the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're we're still there's just an article that came out and generated a lot of uh, talk. Yeah. In the comment section, which is actually kind of productive, you know. One one thing I noticed, uh, a couple of people in the comment section who actually got a group that I was moderating shut in put into Facebook limbo because they reported all of the posts and all of the comments. Um, and that just locked the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Um, they are on the WFHB site and they're talking about 
you know, free speech and, and these people have the freedom to believe what they believe and to express themselves how they want to. Yeah. Which is true to a limited extent. Right. Like the government can't shut them down because of what they believe and what they say. They can't shut down their freedom of speech. Um, and that's, you know, the absolute right of them. However, it's not just about that. It's about what these groups are supportive of. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have, some of these are malicious who are actively training for that day. day. And that <laughs> that's scary. That's not just freedom of speech at that point. That's that's a direct threat. A direct, violent, you know, tangible threat. Yeah. Degenerates, that's what they call us. Jeez. Degenerates. Yeah. We're degenerate. <sighs> These people don't, I just don't, like, the amount of hate you would have to house in your own person in order to feel this way about other people. Like, I cannot even fathom that. Well, they're getting a lot of bad information. So right. th- these cu- this couple that I'm talking about, one of them posted something about, you know, you've got all your freedoms. Why are you trying to take freedoms away from other people? And I tried to explain to them that we don't have we don't have rights. Right. They're actively We could say the same thing to, to you. Right. And as straight white people, they have more rights all the rights than we do. I, there's blame going back and forth about who's victimized and who's victimizing and you know, you're trying to take our things away from us. But I, I explained, you know we're still fighting for just equality. That yeah. not even equity, we're still trying to get equality. And we have no true protections because we we're not a part of the um, LGBTIQ folk are not a part of uh, the Civil Rights Act. Yeah, we're not mentioned as a group in there. So therefore, federally and even on state levels, where people or legislators look to the uh, federal guidelines, we're we're not protected, mm-hmm. and our rights are not guaranteed. And the person who I was addressing that to, and trying not to, I'm, I wasn't being hateful or accusatory, I was just trying to explain. And they came back and said, I didn't know that. I, I didn't realize that you don't have these things. Yeah. And so I, I think that a lot of this, this rhetoric that's coming from that uh, particular side is coming from a place where they they actually are ill-informed mm-hmm. and maybe um, maybe information needs to go out that way yeah I of think course so. of course you yeah. can look on Facebook you can look on you know for for groups that you can join but to there's no non-biased educate. media outlet you know there isn't but you can do a preponderance of evidence I right. mean, how do you source your news exactly right? do you just get it from one place and that's it or do you get it several yeah several different places yeah and as you would for anything Mm -hmm. if you know mom says that so-and-so did such and such in the family you don't just take that for you know your your mom's truth you go and you find out from your other relatives Mm -hmm. and you put the story together yeah or it's like getting a second opinion from a doctor or something exactly so go out there 
keep looking deeper and don't just stick to one set of news uh, that's one thing that's really important in allyship i think is being informed and making mm-hmm. sure you're well informed and not just from one source but from you know and even even not allyship right yeah because these just, folks are not allies well right yeah they might consider themselves allies in the sense that they they're saying well i don't believe that you should have your rights taken away right well that's great right it's an important thing for you know for everyone to be well informed but i think exactly you know just in a lot of people um i don't know i've heard a lot of like questioning what it means to be an ally and what with you know with them with with the lgbt rights movement gaining traction becoming more visible and everything like that i think people think that they can participate in the celebration without um doing the work to mm-hmm. be an ally and that's something you can do to do the work you know just is be informed be informed and be vocal find out right from the horse's mouth mm-hmm. actually you know trust the news outlets but go a little deeper yeah and find out what people think because you might be surprised yeah and uh, and you might change minds you might change hearts because if they're ill-informed or you're ill-informed um then those opinions might shift on mm-hmm. uh, issues that you know you were dead that you know this is how you believe this is what you believe oh wait I've not had the whole story my whole life. Yeah. So hopefully the folks I'm talking about, um, hopefully they keep doing a little bit more digging and a little bit more research. Mm-hmm. Because truly that's, we all have to do that, even if, even on the progressive side of things, where we're also, you know, lovey-dovey and we want everybody to be equal and share in, in prosperity. Um, we don't, typically actually know mm-hmm. how people are experiencing life yeah we we come at it from a yeah we're all together but the struggles and the way that that manifests itself in how people live um we should try try to understand that because that tells us who they are and what we need to do to truly make an egalitarian society mm-hmm. so Anyway, well said. Just preachy. <laughs> but should we take another music break? We might or? take another music yeah. break. Lucas, do you have some music for us? Yes. Yay! Yay!
Oh, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. That ended rather abruptly. <laughs> Sorry, I was checking my, my news feed and I didn't see the 54321. See, this either. is why Luca should be I, in here. That's why I messed up uh, at the at the community updates. Is right? that why you messed up? Yeah, I wasn't looking and I was eating an apple. And maybe the came sparkling back on. grape juice is... <laughs> maybe we're just a little bit off. Maybe... It, Open show. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get back into the swing of things. We're yeah. going to have live shows from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we need to get back on top of it. Yeah. So. And um, you were just saying during uh, the break. Oh, well, we should talk about the center. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have some stuff that I need to donate. Um, I'm moving, so I'm getting rid of a bunch of stuff. And... Um, if you are in the same position where you have a bunch of extra stuff mm-hmm. or something you want to give away. We're, the... looking, we're looking for chairs. We're looking for tables. Mm-hmm. Larger ones. Yeah. You know, uh, that can accommodate four or more people. Right. Um, we're looking for dishes. We're looking mm-hmm. for silverware. Things that you might find in, say, a cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, I or have any a place that people bookshelf gather. and also a couch. Oh, that's so awesome. That's going to be for the center. Uh-huh. Um, I'm delivering it to Melanie tomorrow. It doesn't have any critters in the couch, does it? No, like no squirrels critters. or... Nope. No? Okay. It's a clean couch. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see all these sofas and stuff on the side of the, the road and like the little animals are crawling mm-hmm. through them. So, I mean, this probably was not in your front yard for... No, it's been fall, inside. But, yeah. But that would be a great surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be scary. Like groundhog pops out. Oh, I can't do like rodents either, so that'd be terrifying yeah. for me. Um, <laughs> but but no, so uh, the center is uh, taking donations of certain things. Um, we it was actually just moving some stuff around uh, because we have uh, let the Bloomington Arts Center, which just opened up in the the mall mm-hmm. uh borrow the giant dragon table from rachel's oh nice and so they're going to use that as a meeting space and maybe a crafting table but they promised me that they would put a tarp over it so good it doesn't get you know messy um because oh, that was that hard table means that was hard yeah i didn't want to to part with it i was mm-hmm. like but that's gonna be you know uh, that's a part of our history yeah and um but it's it's a part of the community mm-hmm. and uh they're fantastic folks over there so good they they can totally use it and have fun with it because it's also a work of art itself if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about rachel's cafe was a great meeting space for the lgbt community uh so well during this past decade mm-hmm. and i had this giant uh table where you could fit i don't know six or eight people comfortably and it's about six foot uh, in diameter. Jeez. Yeah. And um, I'm so Midwestern when I sound when I say geez, it sounds like cheese. Oh, cheese. Oh, cheese. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Continue. <laughs> so anyway, so this was this was kind of a, a piece that was central to the cafe, mm-hmm. and the cafe had a lot of importance. This table means a lot. And uh, and I've got some dishes from the cafe too, but that table is like the the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there used to be a giant angel that had all kinds of decorations on it and mirrors and just amazing. 
And that's down at one of the churches down by the golf course. Okay. And I can't remember the new church right now. But anyway, they accepted it and they love it. And it's it's sitting in there uh, um, right in the front area. So mm-hmm. so what you're looking for? I'm looking for tables. Tables? Um, like cups, glasses, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in good shape, of course. Uh, <laughs> please don't right. jump off the the broken things. But if you've got them all stuffed together in a box, I'm not going to yeah. say no. Um, flatware, um, napkins, toilet paper, mm-hmm. you, uh, items that can be uh, you know, consumed uh, like that. They're consumable. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my brain isn't functioning apparently today. It was a very good New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still recovering. <laughs> Um, and so how can they get this stuff to you? So you can uh, write to me uh, at blooming out. We'll put all your WFHB.org. Yeah. Or you can write to me at Bloomington Center at gmail.com and I'll get it. Um, and just tell me what you have and I'll come pick it up. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, here's the other thing. We're not sure where we're going to be yet. Right. Because the capital campaign, which I was hoping to start uh, in December, but got very, very busy and just couldn't bring all the things that I had uh, together to to fruition. Um, The capital campaign is going to start soon. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be the one that gets us to the point of opening. Mm -hmm. So the first campaign was all about just getting space to store stuff. That we already have, like, mm-hmm. have a giant stand-up freezer and an oven and all this stuff. And then, and also incorporate and try to get website things designed and yeah. organized. Just and to get started. Just get started. And that happened, and that's great. Now is the capital campaign, and that's what's getting us the funds to actually have a place to uh, live and to gather. Mm-hmm. And for organizations to gather. That's really, I really want people to come and it's a bad term, but like rub up against each other, right? There's mm-hmm. like this, when you're in the same space, you, your ideas kind of start to grow mm-hmm. because you're all influencing each other. And that's uh, that's the dream of it. And there, it's so important. And there's such a need for queer spaces that aren't bars for mm-hmm. people who, of all ages, who can come and meet and talk and share exactly. ideas. That's so so important, and I'm we, so excited that you're doing this project. Like, when it comes together, I want it to be a place where people can gather, a people a place where people can um, meet, but also a place where people can perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's rhinos that's gone now. Yeah. Um, Players Pub's gone, and yeah, this is not going to be a pub, but it will be a place where uh, the LGBT community is has always been a community community. Mm-hmm. We come together and we experience every aspect of each other's lives. So, you know, the no offense to the bars that have been here, Ball right, and Girls right. and all of them. Backdoor is amazing. Backdoor we is love backdoor. lovely, but there's a large segment of the population that really just can't enjoy that mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> Um, so, so that's there. 
we also have people who are working on uh, setting up classes in the center. That would be that amazing. Doesn't even exist yet. Yeah. So they're already planning for that uh, for self-defense, but also for uh, teaching kids how to use uh, media responsibly mm-hmm. and how to create, how to be creators. Yeah. So that is so exciting. Yeah. I hadn't heard that yet. That's super exciting. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't. So anyway, we are coming up on the end of the show and Ireland. Oh my goodness. Thank you so very much for the past. Well, God, it's been like, it's been a, year. like a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. A year yeah. and a half. Wow. I know I've been, this is like my longest job I've ever had was two years. So this is like almost it, but um, yep. we're running out of time, we're but I just want to say that the show has meant so much to me and I am so, so thankful that I got to be on it for so long. And we love you. you guys Thank are amazing. You. Love you too. <laughs> Do we want to go into that? Yep. This is your last one. Make it count. All right. Blooming Out is produced by Melanie Davis and Ireland Meacham. Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Ireland Meacham. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Lucas Fisher. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> if everything were straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family. <laughs>